back in the shed for episode 127. Thanks for joining us. Take a little break from the hurly-burly of daily life. I spent a long time trying to figure out how to work hurly-burly into this episode, and now you're past it. It might be all downhill from here, but I doubt it. In this episode, we're going to hear from KJ about his recent trip to New York, and you're all going to get instruction on how to live. Because what he got up to in New York is how we all should be spending our time if we get the chance. How to live. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. If you get the chance, maybe. Yeah, well, if you get the chance. I mean, uh, you know, we all know he's a famous actor and everything, but he's also a cultural bon vivant. He's attending shows, making estimations, acquiring acquaintances in all kinds of different places. Great. It's great stories. So stand by for that. I don't know if there'll be other stuff in here or not. We'll have to see. Here we go. Uh, so, listeners, you can hear the fire cracking. We just arrived here in the shed. And uh, first time we've seen KJ in quite a while. In fact, this is the first time we've been in the shed for a couple months anyway. And KJ, you just returned from an extravagant uh, New York City trip, have you not? Mm, uh, indeed, extravagant. We heard a little bit about this in the past, but it was kind of unclear exactly what, what the deal was. So what, 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 uh, what was going on down there? Well, I got invited by Schmigadoon, the show I was in. Why I was picked, I do not know. I really do not know. Um, Soul Canadian. So anyway, it's a fly-in. They put me up for two nights. Fly-in. And then the next day at, I believe it was 4 or 5 o'clock, they screened the episode. It's for a SAG nominating committee. I thought they might do a mission mashup of highlights or something but they just first episode and then we seven of us or eight of us troop on stage with a host and she's a big um entertainment writer and she asks us questions because i'm thinking saying well i better get ready for the question about gun safety because i've got i'm oh doing the gun God. and i thought it would come out of the audience right i thought the audience would just yeah, be asking yeah. oh wow had nothing nothing from the audience they just sat there and listened for about 30 minutes, and that's it. It was done. What was her name? No idea. I should know it. I'm, I'm sure we can look it up. But Wow, so they flew ADU. No, no. I'm going to bet everybody else lives in New York. Oh, okay. Oh, right, because it's all a Lauren Michaels production, right? Mm-hmm. Aaron, I think his last name is T-V-I-E-T, maybe. He won the Tony last year. For best musical, uh, for best male performance in a musical for Moulin Rouge, so he, when he was asked about Schmigadoon or whatever, he said it was glorious because the Broadway theaters were shut. Mm. He had been doing Moulin Rouge, and all of a sudden he's out of work, and all of a sudden there's this musical that he can go play on. God, he's good. Which we which role did he have? He played um, Danny Bailey. You know, the guy with the high pants and in the love love canal, you know, where he... Oh, the guy that... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the boyfriend dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her love interest. Yeah, and so Cecily Strong was there, and she's a producer, right? Yep. So she and, you know, uh, Susan and her gang were saying, oh, it's, it's they're either going to announce a Broadway production or a second season, for sure, for sure. They don't do this for... Nope, none of that. She... 
they mentioned second season, but just sort of in passing. She said, but I did read earlier on that the uh, two writers had a second season in mind before this went into production. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, anyway, it was really, and they gave me $1,500 for glam. I thought I was getting $1,500 as a fee to do this, you know, plus all the perks. I don't even know what glam is. Glam is... Um, Makeup, isn't it? Uh, that word is not used. Oh. It's called styling and something. Styling is your clothes. And the other thing, I, I got it, I'm sure I got it in an email someplace, is hair and makeup. I, think, I don't know what they call it. So... <laughs> I don't know. So if you just pocket the 1500 and show up exactly as you're dressed before us here today, was that okay with everybody or what, what no. is the deal? No, they, they would kind of think about maybe next time we do something like this, we should grab somebody else maybe. Somebody who will well, drop the 1500 on looking mob. See, and, and also I'm thinking that this is almost a red carpet affair, right? It's promotional in a sense, right? Yeah. So anyway, the uh, well, we arrived. Because if you guys win an award... There will be a bump in viewership again, right? Uh, uh, right, uh, an Emmy, right? It, or no, a SAG, no, a SAG award. award. But That's it right. will get promotional that yeah, way. Yeah. And it, you were too late for this Emmy season. Yeah, just. Oh, wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so we arrived, and you know, it's all the big black suburbans. Yeah, yeah, like that. But big, and they're all the same. All the same company. Same in Vancouver, right? The guys waiting for us. No, oh, I guess in New York, but they they have the little iPads, McNulty. You know, that's lit. It's not holding a little card up or anything. <laughs> you know, you kind of feel special, right? So the and the guy who picked us up in New York is Korean. He's Justin, Korean. So didn't we have a good little chat about? K-dramas. and Oh, my God. He says, you've got a better accent than I do. Because <laughs> I was saying, you know, oh, yeah, um, what was his name? Um, Kim Shin. Kim Shin. You know, we were talking about Gong Yu. I didn't know Gong Yu was in Squid Game. Did you? Have you guys seen Squid Game? Sure have. I don't know who Gong Yu is, though. So, so. He's Goblin. He's the Goblin. Oh, he's in Squid Game. Yeah, that wow. I heard. But I have not. I've ne never seen. Yeah, and I just don't know. I mean, I've seen so many of them, and those actors just recur. They're just... Oh, There's like five guys. There's going to be two of them in everything you ever watch. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But but we got to hear more about this. We we got to know about any extracurricular activities. Oh yeah, of course. So anyway, um, back to the event. We arrived there, and at least three or four people came up to me for an autograph. Oh. As I arrive <laughs> oh, nice. to sign their pictures, you know, they got. Did um, they get hired? Do you think? No, 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 no. Um, that's just wild. They're mostly, actually, I think they are just about all Latino or Latin. Latin X. They, I think they prefer Latino. Okay. Yeah, it's just the, the Wokies that want Latino. And then there was even more when we came out of the event. Well, you know, Kristen Chenoweth is there and Fred Armistead, is that? Oh, a, Fred Armisen was there? Yeah, like he's really big. Huge. Huge. Yeah. So, I can't believe I'm sitting in the same room with somebody who gets to give autographs. 
Imagine that. Can I have your autograph? Holy dying. So you feature in a big way. Like, I know that your your presence on the screen is very short, always. Yes, yeah. But in at least episode two, for sure, or could be, is it the end of the episode one where it ends with a great big face-up? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. So that may have a lot to do with why you were there. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a huge presence. Oh, because that's they what played you, episode one in the thing, yeah. And that's what you remember at the end of episode one is, oh. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, could be. Anyway, um, like I say, so I bought Fluvogs here. For part of your, uh, what do you call this, stylings? Styling. Yeah. And I bought... Well, that's 1500 bucks. Yeah, then. gone. Well, no, they were <laughs> After four, After this, though. he's in the hole. <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't want to buy a suit. Like, I, I, I thought, really? I, can I do that? But then, of course, you get there, and... The other people look like they've just got out of bed, basically. They're just walking in. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to rehearsal. Like, Chris and Chenoweth literally was going to rehearsal afterwards. Yeah. It was dark night. It was Monday, Monday, so it was dark for the people on stage. So so this is just a thing for them, as you said. They're they're all in New York. Yeah. They do stuff like this, probably not uncommon. I'm trying to one. I'm wondering if they got paid, actually got. Oh, cash could, money, but yeah, I don't know. Could be, yeah. So the um, mayor's wife, the Asian lady, okay. she was there, and she is in a show on Broadway, too. But she says, don't come, don't come. <laughs> it got the worst reviews I have ever seen in my life, she said. And it's all, I think it's, I would have liked to seen it, but we sort of ran out of time. But I think it's a sort of a clowny show with, you know, huge costumes, and you got to walk sideways because this the stage is so small it, it, i'm sure it was off off broadway and did you know i learned this broadway is 500 seats and above off broadway is 499 to 100 and off off broadway is less than 100 seats i did not know that i didn't know that either I thought it was literally where they were. They were on Broadway, and then they're somewhere That's a little bit. That's fully what I thought forever. Yeah, because yeah, there are some Broadway theaters that are definitely not on Broadway. Itself. Yeah, a lot, yeah. A lot of them, right? Yeah. Like on 42nd Street, there's one big one there. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they're... Somebody get on Wikipedia and make an entry, because I've never heard that before. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's on there. I'm sure it is, too. Fascinating, yeah. though. That is So that was... Um, so that is yeah. So I did, I did. Somebody came to my room for hair and makeup. Did you have to pay him out of your fifteen hundred? No. Nope. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, no. Yes, yes, yes. He did. Oh. Eh? Yeah. That'll that'll be part of that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And what, <laughs> you can I'm, see I'm obsessed with the fifteen hundred. Well, I'm trying to think what else I. That. I bought some. I bought. I wanted to wear a mandarin collar, so I bought three shirts. I don't know if they'll pay for all three of them. Oh, I didn't just couldn't decide on the night. Yeah. Oh, so you submit. Oh, okay. So yeah, you, you buy your stylings, you submit your receipts. Yeah. And then they're yeah. going to send you a check. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. So where are your flu vlogs? Where are they? Yeah. In the house? We you got, see them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe after. Yeah. They're they're almost um, Blundstones. I know the kind you mean. They're, they, they're, they're yeah. that. Yep. They got the little stretchy thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then it's the shows, right? So I'm there with Lucy. And she's okay. So, so now we're so this is the only time you saw the big stars was at this event. Yeah. What was Fred Armisen doing there? Just attending? Just to like, why was he there? He was um, oh, Alan course. Cummings' oh, lover. Oh, of course. What, was he the? I'd forgotten he was even on there. Was he the mayor? No, Alan Cummings was the mayor. Right. Fred he was Armisen the was the preacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Of yeah. course he was there, yeah. And so did you have a chance to chat with some of these people more than just hello? Or Well, yeah. While the screening was on, we weren't in there. We were just in the green room, just hobnobbing. Oh, great. Yeah. So Ariana, whatever her name is, the black school teacher, uh-huh. because I did most of my stuff with her. She was... She's so pretty. Oh, my God. She was even prettier. Oh, my God. And then... Um, but most everybody else. I met Chris and Chenoweth on the first day of a big dance thing, but... I think they were just finished rehearsing, and I just barely met her. And pretty well all the others, except for Ariana, I hadn't even met. Right? Yeah. Because we just, we didn't do things together. Yeah. But, you know, obviously they knew I still got a bit of a beard. and Yeah, so that was... That, that, that must have been just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been that, yeah. I agree. Like, I just fully assumed you'd have to sit there and watch it along with everybody else. That's what I thought. <laughs> Plus many a photo, but none of that happened. Anyway. Well, it yeah, is. did you get pictures of yourself with all these big wheels? Yeah, Lucy got some, yeah. Lucy's got some of us on stage, and then she's got, there's a group picture we did backstage. Well, let's get her involved in the Shed Dog production cycle for this uh, episode. Yeah, yeah, if we can get. Well, I can, I can send them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually what I meant, but it sounded weak. She, we, she was doing a lot of um, airdrop with me. So then, extracurricular activities. Yeah. First show we saw was Come From Away, which I was a little bit indifferent about, just because I don't like the subject. You guys know how I feel about the subject. No, I, I don't. I don't, I don't know what I don't the recall is. Come From Away. Is it is Irish? The, no, it's the airplanes on 9-11 in, in Gander, Newfoundland. Oh, okay. okay. And I don't necessarily know how you feel about, oh, right, about the whole 9-11. Yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. So, and, but of course, it, why would Gander have anything to do with what I thought about? No. Fuck, it was good. <laughs> like, I literally cried so, and this is a broad- for the whole show. And this is a Broadway, Broadway production. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize. Opened come, in Toronto. I knew nothing right? about it. I'd, lo- I'd love to go see that. Oh, yeah. And it was, um, I, I think it did rather. I think it got best ensemble uh, at the Tonys. I think. Soon I went to the museum in Newfoundland. I don't know if you did because you, you were there in Gander. No, no, we didn't. We just drove past Gander. Yeah, yeah. We did go into Lanzo Meadows though, which was in the news recently too, because they. That's the Viking place, isn't it? Yeah, but they found something very specific. They found a piece of wood. Um, yeah, they car- they were able to carbon date because of an event, yeah, a very specific event, and they so they pinpointed when the for sure within like sixty years or something when the Vikings were actually oh, there, right? Oh, so I that, know that it just just specified things a little bit more. Anyway, uh, yeah, fabulous show. Then we saw Hades Town, which is I think is the biggest show on Broadway from the National Theatre in London incredible like you go you sort of think oh man no wonder the tickets are so expensive there's so many people on stage and the sets are you think how do they have that much room anywhere for this to fly in this to slide in this to raise this to turn you know you think holy anyway fabulous fabulous musical fabulous uh leads everybody's great then we went uh and the Mayor's wife says, best show in New York right now is the Lehman Trilogy. So we went. No, nothing about that one either. The Lehman Trilogy is a 
book written by an Italian about the Lehman Brothers coming off the boat in New York, setting up shop in Montgomery, Alabama. They were they were clothiers, I guess. They were tailors. And they and it turned into, you know, the Lehman Brothers Bank in the end, and they ceased to exist after 2008. Oh, cuz I thought maybe they got bailed out, but they did not, eh? No, they, I think they were they that they were actually wiped out. But the history of that those three brothers is and just the way it's staged, directed by um Sam Mendes, Mendes. Yeah, he's a famous guy, right? He did Nightfall, I think. He's yeah, some big, big big stuff. And there's lots of um they did amazing things with projections, which of course he would have Anyway, unbelievably, I want I want to do it here. Three-hour show, three acts. And then, I think we were just going to see one. I don't know if we were planning on it, but we thought, well, let's go to Moulin Rouge. Well, we wanted to, actually, we wanted to see The Lion King, too, but The Lion King was sold out. I've never seen it. Lucy's never seen it. Uh, Moulin Rouge was sold out, but the guy says, well, if you come here for an 8 o'clock show, if you come at 6.30, there's some cancellations. So we did. First in line, Lucy kept on saying, I'm feeling really good about this. I'm really good about this. <laughs> sure enough. Do they give you a good price because it's night of? Two seats, very good seats, 160 American a pop. Which is a good price. It would be normal three, 400, right? Was, well, certainly three, but I don't know if, if that was a deal. But I think it is. Anyway. Yeah, we had some large dollar spending days in New York. Oh, but you're only there. I know, I know, I know. But, so, our guy, Aaron, is the lead. Do you remember Moulin Rouge, the movie? Uh, I may not have watched it. Oh. Yeah, I think. Because it's set at the Moulin Rouge with a young American songwriter gets involved with the theater company, or the Moulin Rouge company, which is going to go bust. And our lead woman in the show at the Moulin Rouge is about to be, wants to seduce this duke who can support the show, throw some money at the show. And she mistakenly, well, she thinks the American is the duke to star. And of course, they fall in love. Anyway. Of course they do. It was awful. Oh, really? Everything was sort of fantastic, you know, big. Even bigger sets than than uh, no not right. So it's the big cats it, and all all the ones yeah, that are huge, all about huge, the production. Huge. Yeah. Anyway, he's incredible, Aaron. Our lead woman is gorgeous and can sing, but she did not cut it on the old acting, and it was it took. I didn't care about. You should cry at the end of that one. I think she dies and. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> but you should, they're in love and you should, you know, you should, everybody should be a mess in the audience and she just pulled us right out of it. She just did this big schmackty acty acting in oh one scene God. in particular. And I thought, come on, stage management, tell this woman that's your job. You got to keep, you know, keep the reins of the show, you know. Oh, geez, yeah. it was so sad, right? I mean, there was other incredible voices and dancers and... Yeah, yeah. Oh, but also on this show, Lucy said maybe it's a cultural thing, but so they keep updating. There's a lot of Beatles songs in the movie, right? In Moulin Rouge. Yeah. 
Oh. A lot. It's all current music. So they update it because it's a it's a nightclub. It's a current nightclub. There's even people sitting at tables in these two little squares right at the stage. Like they're looking up like this, but it's like it's like it's in the nightclub. So they update it. So we got Beyonce, we got Adele. Okay. You know, like okay. they, they add I, I, I'm trying to think we were trying to figure out how much money they pay Ooh, for yeah. the songs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if they're you know, sixteen bars or something. Yeah, but, but it's interesting. I bet it's I bet it's pretty much a wash. Because the promotional value to the artist is pretty high to have their music played yes, in a highly yeah, popular yeah, audience, yeah, I think. So yeah. it's probably just a wash. So who knows? Jeez. Oh, yeah. so now the other highlight of my trip was... Oh, so just on the theater end, just as a reminder to our listeners, so Moulin Rouge is a no, Come From Away, <laughs> yes, and what was the second? Hades Town. Hades Town, two high recommendations. Yeah, and uh, the Lehman Trilogy only plays until... January, I think. Oh, okay, so that one's less likely. Yeah. But, uh, oh, well, got to remember those ones for sure. Yeah. yeah. And you and Lucy flew in uh, in uh, steerage? Did you manage to trade in your ticket? Yeah, yeah. She swapped my business class for two economy classes. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Very good. Oh, and, and rather, it wasn't, geez, on the way home, we were at the back of the plane, and of course, there were some empty seats. So we sat separately. You know, I watched three movies. Do people bother with masks on the plane? You have to. Oh, okay. All the way back. Okay. Oh, whole trip. Whole trip. Except when you're eating. And same as in the theaters in New York vaccinated and full masks. Except for when you're in your own hotel room. Then you- the hotel, you could certainly walk through the lobby. And a lot of people on the elevator would not have masks. Okay. But I would make sure that if somebody got on, I would make sure I put one on right away. And how's New York doing right now? Pretty good, I think. Okay. I got, they gave us a free test to get out of there, which we were told, well, nice. you're, you're going to nice. have to pay. Those things are expensive. 200 bucks or something. And, but I think it's a New York thing, right? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. of how... And, there, and there's little kiosks everywhere. Wow. Like on the streets. Wow. That's yeah. a smart move. Capitalism yeah. at work there. Yeah. So uh, is it the nose kind or the sw- swish kind? Nose. Yeah, nose. just okay. the, the easy okay. nose, not the yeah, yeah, yeah. brain tickling. And maybe that's how they do the <laughs> maybe that's how they do the quick test anyway. The yeah. Swabs quicker than getting it in yes, the Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes, because we bought we got and we we had to we had to pay for it at YVR on the way out, right? Hundred and twenty bucks. Wow. Prepay. Sorry. Pay for your COVID test. To get on the plane, to get yeah. out of town. To get on to, oh, onto Delta. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um I believe Schmiggy Diggy will pay for certainly mine. I think they might pay for Lucy's there too. It's kind of styling. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I asked somebody in the hotel lobby if there was a bar close to the hotel. They recommended this one called Walters, I think. So I said, okay. And I did, it's funny. I just, I just, it was a block away. So there's a, there's a bar and restaurant right, this part of the hotel that I actually didn't see, you know, walking by it. On I walked past another bar. So I get into this bar, small bar. The bartender is a big guy, early 40s, maybe younger. So, of course, 
after my second Guinness, I'm talking to this guy, right? <laughs> so we're having a great chat. And a little bit later, he says, so, so you got a birthday coming up, eh? And I said, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. How, how do you know that? <laughs> well, when he, he thought he recognized me when I came into the bar. Oh. And when I paid my visa, he Googled my name. Okay. And he realized because he's a Stargate kook. Wow. Holy and he had just watched three days earlier, he just watched John Tucker Must Die, which is his girlfriend's. Wow. So he just, well. You have to, well, no offense to your appearances and the duration of them in Stargate or anything, but wow. I know. That is just on the job kind of recognition there. Whew. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't sure, but of course I didn't have a beard in any of those things, right? And I'm anyway, so And how long ago was that? Stargate was a long time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh twenty years. See, I would I thought oh, it was no, the mid nineties. Yeah, yeah, even so, more I mean, than that. And I was right at the beginning, right? I mean I got in I did a an Atlantis I don't know if, if that's part of his craze, too, but anyway, so. Because I was thinking, oh, that's that's offside. You shouldn't be picking up people's name and Googling them up and then. Well, I, I didn't even think about that. I was actually quite honored. He is an actor or has had done some stuff. He, he couldn't uh, okay. make it. He, he used to do, he was a part of you know, a choir. Anyway, uh, yeah, so he, he used to do those like caroling you know, for people going yeah. to a store, that those kind of gigs, yeah. and made some pretty decent money doing that. Apparently, he he's been in some commercials and shit. So, so the third night, I think I, I went there every night after that. I didn't go into any other bars. Well, that's a, that's so New York as well, isn't it? The ton, uh, yeah, the, yeah. The small bars that are just everywhere. And I'm I'm talking to everybody. He's telling them some of them who I am. Yeah. So I'm talking to people and talking like there was a lot of older black people, which was kind of exciting, you know, like older ladies by themselves coming in at 11 o'clock at night and they've got their little glasses. And anyway, and this, at one point, I think this might've been the second night. There's this couple a little bit younger than me, but you know, they're in their late fifties or something. And the woman's looking at me, you know, from about this far away. She keeps looking at me, and I think, "Oh, he's told her about me." <laughs> so I end up, I end up right next to them, and she says, "I just have to ask this." And I, I'm wearing this, my Arctic Air hoodie and a sports jacket. <laughs> so, listeners, she's wearing a toque, a watch cap, as it's otherwise known. She says, "I, I have to ask this: Are you a fisherman?" because <laughs> her husband is has a fishing boat out of rhode island but she was are you a fisherman she's got a thing for oh fishermen. oh my lucy God. just that's howled crap. when i that's told her pretty that funny. that's pretty funny yeah I, I just oh man did you hit her with you know sea shanty of some sort yeah, of, oh my god too funny so the i it must have been the next night <laughs> Uh, it's karaoke night, which I didn't know was going on. I thought when I looked in the door, I thought it was a band, but the karaoke stuff was just right near the front door. And whoever was singing was pretty good, some female. But 
as I walk in, he yells, Kevin! <laughs> and I thought, oh my God. I, I made it. And since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem. All of my next night, we were on, it's, we, the hotel was on 7th, and we used to walk up and down. You know, it was only 20 minutes to Times Square. That's all we did is walk back and forth. But we ended up at the theater that was on 8th. And so I said, Lucy, just come come to the bar with me. And I'll introduce it to Andrew. And he did it again. Kevin! can't believe it right and then so i walked i had a beer with lucy there and then i walked her back i had to get smokes and then i come back and andrew says she's beautiful (laughs) (laughs) and then the next night i I, every angle it's all the angles (laughs) the i i don't know if i've yeah i've met the the owner shows up so i have a lovely chat with the owner and the next night, after Lucy, the owner's back there, and he says, so I think I'm um, going to be making a speech at your son-in-law's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew had a girl, has a girlfriend, but yeah, so it was just... That was funny. Just It was just so much fun. Oh, my. So I'm, I think I got a... Somewhere in my little piles of shit, I think I've got a signed Stargate card that I'll send to him. He says, I'll frame that sucker. Well, that's great. <laughs> that is so cool. That's pretty fun. So, And you got to experience the real the real deal in mm. New York with the corner bar, the you know yeah. Irish or whatever. Small. And, uh, and, and people who are kind of like larger than life hanging out and saying crazy stuff, right? Oh, my. Like. The streets of New York are just unbelievable. Like you, I don't think you. There's nothing. What's the words of the song? Anyway, like it's not like London, a crowded London, for instance. And I'm sure it's not like a crowded L.A. It's just craziness everywhere. Yeah. It would especially close to Times Square, right? Yeah, yeah. The personalities are large anyway, right? Oh my God. And when people are rude to you, it's kind of fun. Like it's not. I don't know if you experienced that at all, and maybe. The culture there has changed a bit, but it's just kind of in their nature to just be super blunt and you don't take it personally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, we, um, uh, Lucy started a game because we would see people just talking. Young, old, what just going on? And we, so the game was, are they an actor working on a monologue (laughs) or are they mentally challenged somehow? Right. That was the, the game. Right, and they're not on the phone, is what. You're no, saying. no, no, and some of them, some of them are talking to themselves, literally, like, like literally to themselves, like, oh like conversational back. And yes, forth, yes, know? yes. Oh my God. Anyway, it's just so that all validates RJ's remarks uh, in our last episode. We were saying, you know, he, he told us that anecdote about a guy coming up to Wolf of North Van and saying, "You killed my brother," you know, like. He's saying every time you go in the streets, it's something crazy. And this just sounds like, yep, turns out it's still true. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could, uh, well, no, we looked at a little bit of real estate. There's a one bedroom 
600 square feet for 700 grand in New York. Like nice, pretty decent places. So that's so not, not, not condos downtown, right? Or Yeah, it's yeah. similar to here. Yeah. Yeah. So if you actually, well, if you were on Broadway, you'd be at a hotel or something. I don't know what you'd do. Yeah. When, when you're on Broadway. Yeah. Yeah, because it's good for us. That's really the reason that we're hoping, because it's good for us. Do they even know that you can sing? I guess you sang during some of those scenes, did you, or no? Barely. But they, they, they might not even know. Oh, no, no. I, I had to sing for the audition. Oh, okay. Okay, so there So the, the, yeah. I could carry a tune anyway, but yeah. not like some. So that was my New York adventure. That is quite an adventure, i got to say. New That's York. a lot of good fun in there. Yeah. Oof. Oh, and then to top it all off, we're standing right at immigration coming into Vancouver. Lucy points 30 feet away. Tom and Diane. Uncle Tom and Diane. Really? They're heading to England to watch Ian play hockey. <laughs> Their plane had mechanical problems, so they got bumped and were had to they were going to put them up in a hotel because the plane didn't go until the next morning, I guess. Unfortunately, I didn't we didn't get a picture because right after that of course, there's the executive limo guy holding the same McNulty sign, and I should have got, I, we should have got everybody, or, you know, around the yeah, guy and somebody take a picture. Great. But I, I thought of that too late, so it was nice to see them for you know like ten minutes or something, because they were rushing off to fix their tickets and find their luggage, and yeah, so, so they're gonna. Again, listeners, this is KJ's brother Tom and his wife, and they're just chance meeting. Tom of Trail, correct? Tom of Trail, and they're heading to England to watch son Ian play hockey for Guildford. Right on. And Guildford is very close to Heathrow, apparently. I wonder how they're doing in the league. I'm still trying to get over the fact that they have a league in England that pays people to play. Yeah. I mean, wow. Ice yeah, hockey in England. Good hockey and all that, yeah. That's really good. What have you guys been up to? <laughs> Nothing like that, I can tell you. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Well, yeah. I'm a little bit afraid to see the uh, visa bill. But ah, well. Once in a lifetime, and Lucy must have had a great time. Yeah, yeah. Very much worth it. Well, I have something for today's show. Lay it on a skinny. We just published our episode 125 last Saturday. Mm-hmm. So this is Monday, so that was two days ago, and my brother Sam of Balfour oh, right. sent me an email right in the middle of a social event I was attending, which caused me to ignore everything around me. It was like in those movies where the guy, the sound just fades away and lights go Heart, dim and he's you can hear the heartbeat. staring wide-eyed at the screen kind of thing. And he was just letting me know that in a prior episode, uh, 125, in fact, I had shouted out the birth of one of my nephew's children. Way to go, me. What a good guy. What a good uncle, eh? Yeah. That's what I thought. Nice Wrong job. nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Johnny. John, Hannah, just the wrong. John and Hannah of Sacramento are the proud parents of Lincoln Daniel. Do they not. listen to the show? I hope not. Oh, my God. I hope not. Yeah, but at any rate, I uh, at this point, I may be revealing something that nobody even noticed, but my brother Sam noticed, so I can't take the chance. So my apologies. Shout out to Boo Radley, one of the two dogs I live with. The actual dogs survived his tooth removal, 20 teeth yanked, and uh, he's just right as rain. 
And uh, here's a thing for all you people with aging dogs out there wondering, if they lose their teeth, do they have to eat soft food? No, they don't. The vet told me the dog would eat crunchy food pretty soon after. And I just thought, okay, so I'll have to do this gradual trans. I've been feeding them soft food for like six months waiting for this appointment, this surgery. And we get home and he recovers from the anesthetic and uh, some of the initial pain has gone away. And like day four, I decide, well, I got to start this transition somehow. I may as well start by putting food out. The other guy, Cashy, he'll eat it because he eats everything. And it'll just cut down on the demand for the nice soft food that I'm carefully preparing every day for six months. So I put the food out, you know, and I'm doing whatever. And I hear the pitter-patter of little feet. And I look behind me and it's Boo. It's the dog who just had all his teeth yanked out four days ago. And he ate like half a bowl of that kibble, the hard, crunchy stuff. Just doesn't chew it. Just swallows it. You know, if you think about it, when you, like when Tuke eats his kibble, I don't think I hear crunches. Yeah. Like a, he didn't, he didn't chew any of it. He just swallowed it. Yeah. And yet when he had his teeth, he definitely crunched it. I watched him struggle to crunch it. Oh, okay. But okay. I just thought, and it, evidently he had been missing that kibble too, because he never eats that much at a go and he just woofed about half the bowl. Mm. I just thought, what the hell? I've been spending all this effort, canned food and mixed with softened kibble. Who's just right? I could have just left kibble and they would have been fine. Yeah, the canned food, it stinks, right? Well, this stuff doesn't, it's it's vegan, so it doesn't smell actually. There you go. But you have to rinse the cans and it's just. Yeah, it's a. And it's expensive. And it's a. What a doughhead I am. Well, how much skin? How much for the operation? $2,331. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why you get a job with Elections Canada. And almost kill yourself right. over. And is, and is this where the value of life starts to get considered? Yes, the value of life was considered at length after the initial consultations with the vet, suggesting a range of cost between about $2,100 and $3,500. And listeners, if you just recoiled at that, would you? are you willing to spend $80,000 to keep your dog alive? No. I'm just asking the listeners. I'm just telling the listeners, if they... If they recoiled when I said that, I just, just, I'm just asking, would you spend $250,000 to keep your dog alive? I'm just, yeah. this is a question for you. Well, I mean, ponder. it's, it's a pretty awful bunch of, like the dog's 13 years old. How many more years in the planet does he have? How many less would he have had if I had spent zero dollars? Yeah. Would he last another two years? Would they be miserable years? Would I know that they were miserable years? Well, did he end up with a mouthful of stitches? He had some dissolving ones. Yeah. I've had them before. They dissolve quickly. I don't know. I just, for whatever reason, I just completely jammed out and just spent the money. I just, I caved. I just didn't have the heart. No, 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 no. I think, I think he made the right. Well, he might only have another, who knows? Or he might have another five years. Yeah. He's getting towards the end of his string for sure. But I got to say, he's just peppy as ever. He still does all the stuff that he. Because Chihuahua's not uncommon for them to live up till 18 or 20 or something like that. Well, he's a cross and he's, like I say, he's does all his stuff. You know, he does 360s when he's all excited about going out or when I'm putting down soft food. And he does all his communications things just as he normally does. Like, he's just the same guy, but uh, yeah, a lot of money. He doesn't look like an old man who doesn't have his dentures in? No, he actually looks pretty good, too. When he is at rest, his tongue tends to hang out. Oh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's teeth, pretty funny. The got no hold teeth. the tongue in. Yeah, yeah, no teeth hold it in. But when he's just doing his normal business, he looks like himself. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I was happy about that. Good on him. I was very pleased with him. He just recovered. He just bounced back in a shot. Uh, so that was good. 
think I want you guys to know too, in terms of disappointing wardrobe. Jeez, I spent eighteen bucks on waterproofing spray at Mountain Equipment Company. It's not Mountain Equipment Co. Oh, it's Mountain Equipment Company. Those sneaky bastards. And they kept the logo too. The dirty dog. Son of a. And I sprayed it. This is a Gore-Tex jacket. I've had it six, six, seven years. Sprayed it all over. Dried it. Sprayed it again. Wore it out in a hike with Jenner around Sassmat Lake. About an hour and twenty minutes. Absolutely soaked to the bone. Like just. I had a my. I was wearing a toque, and I had my ball cap stuck in a stuck in the pocket of this thing, and the ball cap was soaked. Like, come on, man, come on. Well, that's I used it all. It's all sprayed. I sprayed two jackets, and it's just so like, it should work. Should have. That's interesting because I yeah my uh... so, only so much you can do though. Yeah, I mean, but I tell you what, it informs my next decision about buying Gore-Tex, which would be no. Okay, so that's Gore-Tex. Yeah. And spraying did not help. No, it doesn't appear to have. Like, I mean, it was raining quite a bit, but still. Do you have to, like, wax along the seams? You're not supposed to have to do any of that stuff. You're supposed to spray this stuff on, and that is that. And they have wash-in type. Then you're in for another XT dollars, and pretty soon you're halfway to a new coat. And, how and if that? you buy one that doesn't breathe, you may as well just buy one that doesn't breathe. Like I know, because you would think that if that spray actually did work... It wouldn't breathe. It wouldn't breathe yeah, anymore. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I was pretty disappointed. I'll give it another go, you know, to but see, but... Geez. You and I have the same opinion of Gore-Tex anyway. It's mm. just one big scam. Yeah, I think it is. I really do. And I mean, yeah, the non-breathing kind are a bit of a drag, but they sure as anything are waterproof. If you can manage your heat... They will keep you dry, period. They just, there's no fooling around about it. Yeah. It makes me nuts. Thanks for that. That's the end of this episode. What a lot of fun. We learned a whole bunch of stuff about what a trip to New York might look like if we were smart and motivated, like KJ was. Thanks for that, KJ. My pleasure. Yeah, I bet. Uh, you, you, I think you got to be rich, too, to do that, right? Well, yeah, it's not like we could do it every other month. But still, if you're going to go... If you get a chance. Yeah, that's how to go, I think. Uh, we had a lot of fun. We hope you did, too. We hope you are continuing to take care. Be a bit careful and uh, enjoy yourselves, and we'll talk again soon. Say goodnight, boys. Bye now. Goodnight, boys. a boy. KJ gets it. <laughs> bon I don't know if that's really quite right, but whatever. Um, we got good liver. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>